Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Cassida for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more, more impact, more success, more satisfaction? Me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that combined with the truth of scripture have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. Refine, refine, refine. I was at a networking event of a local business group this past week, and thankfully, I'd been given a heads up that I'd be doing an introduction of myself and my business. It's commonly known as your 30-second elevator speech. You know the one. It's the scintillating, charismatic, powerful spiel you lay on people when they ask you the paralyzing question, so what is it that you do? Or tell me about yourself. Like, what do you want to know, man? Where do I start? Bugs Bunny took us back to two tiny amoeba. I'll link it in the show notes. It's fascinating. But I don't think you want me to go back that far. I had a pastor friend who sometimes assured people, I don't drink, I don't chew, I don't run with women who do. Probably a less intimidating answer for him than, I'm a pastor, at which people wander away, deer in the headlights expressions, and you know they're interrogating themselves about the cuss words or drunken antics they might have talked about in his presence. So I get a little paranoid about my elevator speech. How much is too much? How much is too little? Will it be memorable? At what point will people zone out? I might be overthinking it just a little. I know what I do, but how do I talk about what I do? It's kind of like the relationship status option on Facebook. You want to say, it's complicated, but you know people will make all kinds of assumptions with that answer. It was easier when I was in sales. Oh, I'm a sales director for XYZ Company. The company was well known and people would nod and either respond with, oh yeah, I need to get me some of that. Or, gee, I tried that years ago, but I'm allergic. Sure you are, buddy. Sure you are. I see you. Like, don't even. You don't have to head me off at the pass. No is a complete sentence. But at least wait till I ask you, right? We're (laughs) grown-ups. Well, this is a double whammy for me as a faith-based personal development coach and course and content creator. Not only do I need to communicate well, but some semblance of eloquence would be nice. Words are my thing, or they're supposed to be. So how will it look if I flub it up on a 30-second spot for something as basic as, so what is it that you do? So I worked on my blurb the evening before, refining, capturing phrases I like, refining again, and I finished refining it just minutes before the event began with hopes it would be good enough. We forget about the power of refinement, don't we? Why is it okay to get a do-over when you are 10 years old, but we don't give ourselves grace any time after that? Perhaps it's because we've been programmed to believe that you, quote, never get a second chance to make a first impression. I get it. I really do. Doing it right the first time is the best way to go. But there's something of a scarcity mentality in the proverb, something that rings transactional and not relational. 
I can't even count the times I've been favorably impressed with someone on first meeting and later found out they were not all they seemed to be. Or vice versa, someone who seemed ho-hum on first acquaintance turned out to be a spectacular addition to my friends list and network. One of the warm-up questions for our spiel at the networking event was, what is your favorite TV show? Well, you've heard me reference Leroy Jethro Gibbs enough to know I love NCIS and Criminal Minds and CSI, all the crime procedurals. As I stream some of the old shows, I notice they don't get the right answers right away. It's a process of examination and elimination and confirmation. Refine, refine, refine. No one expects them to have instant success right out of the gate. Well, the mayor or director or chief inspector wants instant perfection, but we know he or she just represents the system and the man, so it's cool. They have to wait while our fearless detectives take time and bring in the additional evidence and draw out the drama until the big reveal. Isn't life and business the same way? None of us come out of the womb ready to take on the world, establish peace in the nations, cure poverty and hunger, and solve crime. Our process is growth, physical, mental, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual. Even Jesus had to grow. Luke 2.52 says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Just like us, and on purpose, Hebrews tells us, so that he can empathize with our weaknesses. Hebrews 4.15 Jesus had to go through the process, constantly being refined. What? Even the Savior of the world refined? The whole of the human experience— tempted as us, suffering rejection, being misunderstood and taken advantage of, without even a place to lay his head, Matthew tells us, and physical pain beyond anything that we could understand. Jesus experienced these things, and when the time came, he prayed, not my will, but thine, Luke twenty-two forty-two. So what does our refinement look like? Back in the day, we women would be sent to finishing school, and there are still finishing schools out there for both women and men to refine their skills in building relationships, communication, self-confidence, image, and the connections of ideas and people. Some research suggests that these soft skills, as opposed to the hard skills of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, are more profitable in business. I remember telling my son the same thing when he complained he wasn't academic like his sister. Sam, I said, yes, you have to work harder than Emily to make good grades, but you have work ethic and people skills. These will take you just as far as academics. By God's grace, our refinement doesn't always include all the suffering Jesus endured. If we are wise, we learn from the experiences of others, and it's a much more comfortable way to learn than the school of hard knocks. But for some of us, the hard way is the only way. Failure is a great teacher. We often learn more from the trials than we do from the triumphs. And that perspective, instead of one step forward, two steps back, which is how we usually look at it, we treat each step backward as two steps forward because of the refinement it brings to us, gives us the endurance and better skill set to continue towards success. The psalmist wrote, Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. Psalm 26, 2. 
And the Lord said through Isaiah, I will thoroughly purge away your dross and remove all your impurities. Isaiah 1, 25b. Other scriptures refer to refinement with the analogy of purifying silver and gold. You gotta go into the fire. And Malachi 3, 3 wrote, He shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. The story goes that a lady visited a silversmith and watched him work. She watched him hold a piece of silver over the fire and let it heat up. He explained that in refining silver, you must hold the silver in the middle of the fire where the flames are hottest to burn away all the impurities. Thinking of that verse from Malachi, she asked the silversmith if it was true that he had to sit there in front of the fire and always watch the process. The silversmith answered that not only did he have to sit there holding the silver, but he had to keep his eyes on it the whole time it was tested in the fire. If the silver was left a moment too long in the flames, it would be destroyed. It has to stay in the fire long enough to serve the purpose, but not so long as it would be destroyed. The lady was silent for a moment, and then she asked the silversmith, Well, how do you know when the silver's fully refined? He smiled and answered, Oh, that's easy when I see my image in it. That's God's process as well. He refines us to make us more like Jesus. I'd like to think that God has difficulty telling me and Jesus apart because I look so much like him. (laughs) That's the goal anyway. Paul articulated it this way, And we all, who with unveiled faces reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 3.18 From glory to glory, the King James says, with ever-increasing glory. Refine, refine, refine. How are you being refined? Are you going through a season of hardship? Are your feet, your hands, your head in the fire? Be confident that the supreme silversmith, the father who gave his only son for our ultimate redemption and refinement, is with you, holding you through the smelting process, cleansing you of impurities that hinder you from becoming who he has created you to be. Make the most of the season of fire. Or is this a season where you can make adjustments based on the lessons of other people who've gone before you, lessons from Scripture, lessons taught in the still, quiet moments when you sit at the feet of the teacher and hear his voice? Listen well. He has so much to say. And if you hear him well, you'll be ready in or out of the fire to whisper, not my will, but thine. Here's what I know for sure. Refining has made me better today than I was yesterday. Growth, personal development, leaning into the identity God created for me, times of chaos and times of calm, He is with me, and I look more like Him today than I did yesterday. That is true success. Refine, refine, refine. My refined elevator speech? (laughs) You'll have to tell me if it needs a little something-something. Here goes. If you want to change your life, your business, your relationships, start with who. I'm Mary Lou Cassida with Talk and Pray for Life and Business. I'm a faith-based personal development coach and content creator. I help you take the goals, ideas, and dreams that are in your head or scribbled on scraps of paper or talked about in late-night conversations with God, yourself, and others 
and bring those ideas and dreams and goals into the real world. It's a pretty good start to describing what I do. In fewer words, I am a refiner, little r, refiner, (laughs) guiding you as you are being refined into who God has created you to be and what you've been personally selected by God to do. We're both being refined by the supreme silversmith, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so that we can reflect his image, glory to glory with ever-increasing glory. What a privilege. What a joy. What a wonderful life and business. Let's pray. Father, thank you for being with me always through chaos and calm, frenzy and fortune, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You are there. Like the psalmist, I ask you to hold me to the light and expose impurities so that I can be a fit vessel for your service. It's scary to pray that, Lord. Too often I try to hide from you as if you can't see me in all my rawness and imperfection. Thank you that your love covers a multitude of faults. Thank you that you are in charge of my refinement. Help me seek you in the fire. To remember to ask you what you are showing me, teaching me, refining in me. And to lean into your grace and your presence. And help me not forget you in times of rest and peace. Thank you for do-overs and second chances and grace that is greater than all my sin. I'm yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is In the Field by Audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.